Welcome back to Round Guy Radio as the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa presents high school basketball. We are on the phone with KMCD's Nathan Piercy, the voice of the Fairfield Trojans, and he's going to catch us up on Cardinal, Pekin, Van Buren, and of course the Fairfield Trojans. Welcome to the program, Nathan. Hey, thanks for having me. Well, it's been a couple of weeks since we talked to you at least. Uh, yeah. Could you give us a little bit of rundown on those four teams and what, what, what's been going on with them and uh, uh, how things are standing? Yeah, uh, to start off with Fairfield, I think last time we talked was right before the Washington game. Uh, that game was a very back-and-forth game. At one point, Fairfield was up by 13, ended up losing that one to Washington, 71-67. Then you had a back-to-back one with Ottumwa the next day. Uh, guys came out tired. That was at the Hellier Center as the tumble was doing a uh, uh, what they called a the uh, City of Bridges Classic, where it was girls basketball followed by boys basketball followed by Indian Hills basketball. It was a great thing. Oh, that's a um, cool idea. I like that. Yeah, I do. T- I do too. Um, unfortunately, Fairfield, both boys and girls, did not win that. But I thought it was a, it was a great thing for the kids. Um, you know, one of those interesting things where they played the night before, so might have been a little fatigued, a little tired coming out of that. Um, plus had some just uh, there was there was a lot of pent up frustration from the Washington game, so I didn't help them either. Uh, following that, though, they got about a week off before facing off against Fort Madison at Fort Madison. Very tough place to play. Uh, but Fairfield actually was able to figure things out even without one of their top scores and win that one 51-33. And then last night, lost a close one with Pella at Pella. You know, it's a non-conference game. Pella's a very good team. It came down to the wire, but Fairfield lost 52-49, and, and uh, that's where that's where we sit as of today. Excuse me. Well, I talked to uh, oh, I talked to uh, Hunter Muller at the Southeast Iowa Union, and he was at the Washington Pella game, and he said Pella just dumped uh, uh, the first four shots were all three pointers, and they were up twelve nothing in a matter of just under a minute and uh uh so that Pella team is very dangerous and very strong and very quality and I thought Fairfield played them pretty well yeah they did it just uh it's unfortunate they came out a little bit uh under you know uh, came out not quite firing all cylinders but uh you know of course Max Wheaton doing what Max Wheaton does he recorded another double double I'm pretty sure he has one in every single game that the Trojans have played so far but uh, yeah, you know, I unfortunately wasn't, I was supposed to broadcast that game, wasn't able to due to some staffing issues at the station. However, uh, it, it, it looks like the Trojans just couldn't quite come out the win. The good news is that's a non-conference opponent and Pella is a very similar team to Burlington who the Trojans play on Friday. So they can use that game to gauge how they'll play against Burlington and make the adjustments. Yeah, Burlington have having a great season. They had uh, were they after week one, they were rated uh, uh, as as the the toughest schedule with the undefeated team uh, in the state after week one. Come in flying high to the Washington Demons, and uh, uh, really got. Uh, I guess that game separated out quite a bit in the fourth quarter, but uh, uh, Washington Demons came out with a very uh, a big win and. Uh, Washington has had some losses and some some wins this year, uh, including a, a real tough battle with you guys. Um, uh, are people overlooking Washington Demons? Uh, there was a lot of they're replacing a lot of players. Yeah, you know, 
maybe going into the season, they might have overlooked him a little bit, but I think uh, the way Washington has come out this season and really battled in games and, and picked up those those tight victories, I don't think you can w- look over Washington anymore. You know, they've won the they've won the conference the last three years. And before that, it was Fairfield, so I know Fairfield wants to take that back. But uh, this Washington team, they are very good. They're well coached. They've got some some guys. They've got a lot of guys who can get a lot done. Um, and one thing, and it's, it's confusing if you're a broadcaster, but the uh, the triplets, this all with the last name six, all first name starts with an A. Uh, so that can be a little confusing, but those those three are very good, and they play very well off each other. I know I, I broadcast for uh, for uh, the Kyoto Eagles, you know, <clears throat> they got a couple Clarehands, and I'm just like Clarehand throws the ball to Clarehand, back to Clarehand. There's the shot yeah, rebounded by uh, Clarehand. Clarehand puts uh, it back, you know. Yeah, Washington has Aiden Avery and AJ Six. Uh, they're all really good guys. I believe they all started in that game. Uh, they're they're really good, and you know a, a tough team to play against. And they're going to be right toward the top of this conference. But this conference, man, I got to tell you, from Fairfield, Burlington, Mount Pleasant, Washington, Keokuk, Fort Madison, it is a dogfight every single game, and it's going to be an exciting season for for the Southeastern Conference. Well, the Southeastern Conference was really. Uh, predicted to be a bloodbath, predicted to be a, a, a very competitive with, you know, with literally four or five teams that could win this division. And I think that's still true. And I think it's living up to the hype, isn't it? Yeah, I think so too. You know, I, I honestly, even though Fairfield is one and one in the conference right now, uh, I think they've still got, I mean, heck, Burlington's one and one in the conference. I want to say, just you know, Washington is probably – uh, better than that, but everybody else is hanging right around that 500 mark in the conference so far. And even though you know Fairfield has a two and two record, uh, I believe they're playing better than than what that record shows, and that just and that's going to show across this conference. And don't be surprised either if come playoff time, that all of these these conference teams are maybe getting a little bit lower ranking than what they should when it comes to the playoffs, just simply because. They they're gonna battle it out here, and I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if there is a tie at the top of this conference come the end of it. Well, uh, and I don't think that that either, any of these teams have played their best basketball yet. You know, I mean, it's still really early in the season. You know what I mean? And I I, I think uh, uh, everybody's gonna elevate their play. Uh, and whoever can come out of this southeastern conference is gonna be a a, a one dangerous team come playoff time. Yeah, it's you know it's definitely it's it's one of it's going to be one of these seasons. You know, if you look at the conference right now, uh, Washington, Mount Pleasant sit at top at two and zero in the conference. Burlington and Fairfield are each one and one, and Keokuk and Fort Madison are zero and two. Uh, but that's going to all even out a little bit, and it's going to be a very very interesting uh, way that this this conference plays out because anyone can win any given night. I don't think anyone has a major edge over anyone else in this conference. You know, even Fort Madison, who's currently 0-4 and 0-2 and in the conference, they are going to be end up being pretty well, you know, in the game against Fairfield. Those guys, if, if Fort Madison can just make shots fall and, and hit a few more shots, you know, they put up a couple of good shots from beyond the arc, if they can get those to fall, it's a lot closer game and it may go their way. 
Yeah, uh, and they are replacing the, the top seven scorers. So uh, as that, yeah, as those players uh, uh, learn their roles and uh, start to function more like a unit, I, I'm sure uh, the second half of this season they'll 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 be pretty dangerous. Oh yeah, yeah, it's going to be a good one this year. Well, this is not the only excellent uh, basketball team you're covering. You've got a. Uh, 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 several other games. Let's talk a little bit about Cardinal. I saw uh, uh, they lost a close one to Sigourney the other night. I don't, you know, we're not getting too much reporting on them. How is their season going? Yeah, they've kind of had an up and down start to the season as well. Something something about this Cardinal Commons team, and you'll see it across their sports really this year. Follow, you know, not so much in football because of districts, but every other sport. They're in a new conference this year. They're in a very good conference in that South Central Conference. You look at teams like Knoxville, Centerville, EBS, and uh, I believe Davis County is in that conference as well. I could be wrong on that one, but uh, they've got a, they're going to have to contend now with a very, very tough conference. So some of those in-conferences, in-conference games, they're going to be a little bit struggling a little bit, but uh they also have some games against, you know, former super conference teams and other things like that. So uh, Cardinals had a little bit of an up and down season so far, lost their first two against Knoxville and Moravia, who are both very good teams. One against Centerville, lost big time to EBF, lost a close one to Sigourney, and then uh, beat Davis County last night in a uh, pretty good matchup as well. So uh, it's going to be an interesting season from Cardinal. You know, they lost a lot of athletes from their team last year. And they're changing conferences, so a lot to uh, kind of contend with here early on in the season for Cardinal. Well, uh, this EBF team it looks to be very exciting. Uh, Scotty has them ranked pretty high, and I know they got four or five guys that can dunk. Yeah, they're they're a very good team. You know, they not only did they put up seventy nine points against Cardinal when they played, they only held them to twenty three as well. So they are. Uh, not only are they good offensively, but they're good defensively and can force those turnovers and force up difficult shots as well. And I believe they just played Pekin here or 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 uh, are going too soon. They 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 played Pekin on Saturday and EBF beat Pekin 53-36. And, you know, Pekin's another team that has kind of had an up and down start to their season. You know, win one, lose one, win one, lose two. Uh, but again, this you know, Pekin is a team that has some really good athletes and, and a, a good coach there and Coach Swanson. So they're another team that uh, they can get rolling, uh, especially through the uh, middle part of the season coming out of break as well. They've uh, they've got a chance to do some do some fun things. Well, yeah, they got some losses. I think they lost to EBF. Uh, uh, I think they lost to Winfield Mount Union. I think they lost to Hillcrest. Uh, Played both the Hillcrest and uh, Winfield Mount Union uh, pretty well, Pr- pretty well for as good as those teams are in particular. Uh, uh, I'm pretty high on Pekin, and it seems like to me uh, uh, they are at least that uh, next tier below the top tier in the uh, in, in in this area. Yeah, and you know that's a that's another conference that's uh, you know if you look at these four teams I cover are involved in three different conferences and all three conferences are good in basketball too. You look at the Southeast Iowa super conference with, uh, you know, teams like Burlington, Notre Dame and, and even West Burlington. And then you look at Cardinal in the South central conference with, you know, Knoxville and EBF and Fairfield. We just talked about their conference. Uh, so a, a lot of good conferences here as well. And these, and that these schools are a part of, and, 
while especially when they're younger, they may not have as much success getting to play that type of of competition is going to make make them a better players as they get older to where now you know these freshmen and sophomore that may be playing a little bit now are juniors and seniors taking control of that team and having played that tough competition that gets them ready to continue playing that tough type of competition and to not get to them as much well i did talk to coach swanson and he was pretty high on three players uh long was one of them i can't quite remember the two other guys but uh yeah, I think there's there's something there, and uh, uh, I think they're putting out some pretty good athletes, and uh, I think uh, they will be able to play with with the really good teams, and they should be able to beat most of the other teams. Yeah, they should, and uh, I believe, you know, if you look at their top three scores at least, it's going to be Luke Long, Ben Arrett, and Jaden Wolver. Uh, those, are their, those are their top three scoring guys. I'm assuming that's who he was probably talking about. But that sounds right. They've got a pretty older team as well. You know, you look at their their um, top starters, all, you know, three are seniors, two are juniors. They've also got a senior coming off the bench, but also uh, Will Adam, a, fr- a sophomore coming off the bench. He's he's played well, not scoring too many points, but he does a great job defensively. He leads the team with steals. Uh, so that's, that's something to watch out for there. And some other guys, you know, you look at a uh, Isaac Sylvester, also a sophomore. Only has three points so far in the season, and, and he's played in two games, but he has eight rebounds, so he's averaging four per game off the bench. That's not bad either. So, you know, these they've got some of these role players who may not be the most important guys when it comes to scoring points, but we got guys who can grab those rebounds, get the steals, get those assists, you know. Uh, you look at Cade Bemis, he's a senior this year, in three games has nine points, but has nine assists as well. So, uh, it's you know a small sample size at least for them, and I know they played one more than three games. I should say uh, this is what they have for stats available right now. Uh, but overall, as a team, you know you have your, those top scores that we talked about at first, but you also have really good uh, role players who are able to you know do the things that are required of them, not necessarily scoring, but grabbing the rebounds, getting the steals, making those passes that that they're able to do, and it allows for easier success for your team. Yeah. Well, uh, you also uh, uh, covering uh, uh, a real jewel down there in Van Buren County. Uh, I saw that they beat uh, uh, New London, a New London team that was rated the 17th best team in the whole state of Iowa, bar uh, the size of the school. Um, uh, I watched uh, uh, New London play a little bit last night, and they look fantastic. Uh, um Tell me about this Van Buren County team. I, I, I think they lost to Burlington Notre Dame or something, but uh, how's their season going? Well, they are they lean pretty heavily on their senior Jackson Manning, and, and for good reason. In four games that they have, then at least they have stats for. He has, and they've played five, so I don't have I don't have the Danville stats. But going into the, into the game last night against Danville, in those four games, they're two and two. Jackson Manning has 76 points. That's nearly 20 points a game. And he's really doing everything for him. I mean, you add in, he's got 29 rebounds, uh, six assists in the year, nine steals. Uh, He is an incredible athlete. I know his name very well from the football side of things. I believe he's their quarterback. And if I remember correctly, he's also a pretty good track athlete as well. So, uh, Jackson Manning is is one of those guys that 
is is a very a very good athlete, and he's got some complimentary players around him that are really good. Uh, you look at this. You look at this Van Buren County team. They're another one of those that are more senior heavy a little bit with guys like Jackson Manning and Wyatt Burtons and Anthony Duncan along with junior Lucas Fett. But you've got some sophomores in that are that are playing well as well. Isaac Leffler, Bryce Newcomb, Bryce Moquin has been playing great lately. So they've got a good mix of young and old. And uh, this is their second year under head coach Trey Mignani. So getting that system a little bit more and, and a little bit better, I think they're going to they're gonna get pretty well or continue to play pretty well. And one thing to note, too, with them is this is, a, you know, again, these are stats through the first four games of the season. They don't foul a lot. And in those four games, they have 45 total fouls. So that's averaging only four and a half fouls a game. Or excuse me. Uh, no, that's that's not right at all, is it? It's like 10 and a half. That's like 10 and a half. That's still, I mean, that's not terrible. That's you like know? one quarter for the Kyoto Eagles. Exactly. So I, I don't know where my math came in for that. I just want to point that out real quick. But um, still, 40, 45 fouls in four games, you're, you're looking at a, about, yeah, 10, almost 11 per game. That's not a bad stat to have, especially in high school basketball. Um, and so doing that and, uh, you know, you're, your opponent's not going to the free throw line as much. That means you're probably playing pretty good defense as well. Along with their scoring, they're going to be a pretty good team this year. They've run into some tough opponents, though, after that surprising London game. I, I guess not so much surprising, just surprising to some people. They had a tough couple opponents in Burlington, Notre Dame, and West Burlington. Got the win against Central Lee, but lost to Danville. And uh, they look to finish things out with uh, Holy Trinity Catholic before the break. Yeah, let's mention... Uh... Uh, we, we, we talked about the seasons and everything. Uh, uh, give us a little, we got a few minutes left. Could you talk to us about uh, some of these teams, uh, uh, games that they're going to be playing here, maybe particularly uh, before and right after the break? Yeah, so uh, like I mentioned, Van Buren County, they'll end with Holy Trinity Catholic before getting to the holiday break. Coming out of break, they've got, they go on the road to West Liberty, uh, then take on Columbus and Minneapolis. That's kind of the first uh, full week in January, and uh, looking at Fairfield, they'll close out with a couple uh, conference games. As, as this Friday, they'll play Burlington. Then they've got Keokuk next Tuesday. They'll head to break and then come out of it with a couple tough games. They've got Centerville and then a rematch with the Washington Demons, and I am excited for that one. That'll be at Washington on uh, January 6th. Looking at Cardinal now, uh, they – are they actually appear to they have one more game excuse me and that is uh next week against danville then they come out of break with sheraton and clark so a couple tough opponents for the cardinal comets and then finally Pekin. when you look at their schedule they have mid prairie lone tree and lnm before going into break then they come out of break on the sixth with waco and sigourney and highland that'll be uh about a week, week and a half into January. So uh, all three of these teams, pretty tough opponents as well, coming out of break. So um, they, they, they're they going to have to meet during break, stay in shape, and get ready to go. Well, that is tough for Pika. Oh, yeah. That's very tough. And you guys got you got Burlington and Keokuk with the Fairfield? Yep, Burlington and Keokuk before break, and then after break, come out with Centerville and Washington that first week. Oh, no rest for the wicked, eh? Not at all. Well, is uh, 
you got a minute or two here. Uh, you got any parting shots or, or is there anything we didn't get to talk about that you wanted to uh, 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 mention? Well, just, you know, real quick, uh, you know, with covering Fairfield, I got to say another a, a special athlete that I've been covering for a little bit here. And uh, Max Wheaton, he's averaging uh, about 19 points and 13 rebounds per game. He's a big presence up front. Put up a big double-double against Fort Madison and, and doing all of that playing the big man without taking a single foul. But that was a very impressive game for him. We've been talking with Nathan Piercy. KMCD Fairfield. Uh, tell us about the website, Explore Southeast Iowa, I think it's called. Yeah, exploreseiowa.com. Uh, we will have a stream up. Our stream went down, and we're waiting to get a new computer for that, actually. But we do have streams for you there. And also, uh, on, or, excuse me, on the radio, our FM is 95.9 Classic 96, 95.9 on the FM. And on the AM side, we have 1570 KMCD. Well, you uh, you you uh, are are a trooper calling all those games. Uh, call games right till your voice is just raw, and yeah. uh, you just drink a little more cactus juice and just keep on firing them out there. I I certainly admire you for that. And uh, uh, I've had a uh, I had a terrible flu, and and coming back out of that, I've been uh, struggling to get my voice back going but uh oh yeah give me your up at times we got uh, the linville sully uh friday up there in kyoto uh so i think uh that should be for the sickles uh uh lead there uh but it's been a pleasure to talk to you nathan uh you are you've got your finger on the pulse of uh so many uh teams that are, are just a big part of the round guy radio family and uh uh all with the very talented players, uh, very challenging schedules, and uh, just great action every night, isn't there? Yeah, there really is, and uh, it's, you know it's an exciting time here in Southeast Iowa for basketball. And you know, no matter where you go, I'm sure you can find some great games to be watched and and heard on the radio as well. Well, uh, thanks for being with us, and uh, uh, we'll uh, be listening for that uh, silvery voice covering the Fairfield Trojans. Uh, throughout the rest of the year. Thank you so much for being with us. All right. Thanks for having me.